our, I didn't turn this on, did I? No, okay. Technology. Betcha Jesus never had those problems. All right, our order of service is printed in the, no, still no? Oh, I've got it turned on. How about now? How about now? No? Oh. Unplug and plug. We have an electrician in the house. Let's see. Let's see. It goes down under here. It goes over here. It comes up there. No, it's in. It's in there. It's in there. Battery? Don't worry about it. Just go ahead. Do you have an extra battery? We're going through a logical finish. I mean, it's showing up. Test, test. Test, test, test. Well, it was. Okay. It was on. All right. So if the service runs late, we know who to blame. <laughs> Me, of course. <laughs> now the purple is, okay. Now we have to, because, all right. All right, so order of service is written in your bulletin. Uh, uh, there's the imposition of ashes which we come up single file. Each one gets your own Q-tip, uh, so you can be safe with that. Uh, and Because uh, that's how I'm going to do I'm going to paint it on your forehead with a Q-tip. Uh, and then uh, we're all going to come up together um, with the, the Lord's Supper, although I guess uh, uh, we'll, get it, we'll get first so that Judy can play. All right, I think I got everything, and we're still working. Good. Um, just remain seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We sing our opening hymn. <laughs>
we rise. After the fire has raged and the flames have died away and, the, and grown cold, nothing remains but ashes. We are dust, and to dust we shall return. After the hot passion of sin, after the cool calculation of evil, all that remains is brokenness and ashes. We are dust, and to dust we shall return. After the zeal for living has ebbed away, and life has run its course, there is nothing left but ashes. We are dust, and into dust we shall return. But ashes are not the end. This Lenten season brings in ashes, but it will not, it begins in ashes, but it will not end in ashes. We begin in dust, but we shall end in resurrection glory. Enter this season then with confidence and with hope. Ashes are not the end. Lord, I do not like pain. I do not even like to be uncomfortable. I do not like the sorrow of heartbreak, the pangs of regret, and the aid of broken relationships. And I do not like the honesty and humility that are needed to face this pain. Forgive me for the brokenness that lies at the center of my heart. Make me whole again. God knows your reality. He knows that you are not what you were created to be. He knows that you are broken. But he does not abandon you to brokenness and pain. Instead, he has taken your brokenness and pain and made it his own. In the life, death, and resurrection of Christ, you are forgiven. You are made whole. Amen. At this time, you may come forward to receive the imposition of ashes.
Our first reading this evening is from Joel chapter 2. Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rent your heart and not with your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. Who knows, he may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave the room and the bride her chamber. Let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the portis and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, an object of scorn a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? Then the Lord was jealous for, the, his, for his land and took pity on his people. The Lord replied to them, I am sending you grain, new wine, and olive oil enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn in the nations. This is the word of the Lord. Our hymn this evening is hymn 956 in the Lutheran service book, Create in Me. Our second reading this afternoon, this evening, is from the Second Corinthians, chapters five and six. We implore you on Christ's behalf: be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you, and in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is a time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. We put no stumbling block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way in great endurance, in troubles, hardships, and distresses, in beatings, imprisonments, and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger, in purity, understanding, patience, and kindness, 
in the Holy Spirit and in sincere love, in truthful speech and in the power of God with weapons of righteousness in the right hand and in the left through glory and dishonor had bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed, sorrowful yet always rejoicing, poor yet making many rich, having nothing and yet possessing everything. This is the word of the Lord. We rise for the gospel. The Holy Gospel is from the sixth chapter of St. Matthew. Glory to you. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that you may be giving, uh, your giving may be in secret. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you put fast, put, on, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. God's grace, his mercy, and peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Here we talk about matters of faith. The shout goes out for everyone to gather, and indeed, there are always occasions to do this, but some occasions bring more somberness than others, like, let's say, a pandemic or a war that is unjustly waged, where people perish, people of faith, just like you and just like me, and here uh, we see how Paul says that even in times of distress where he's discredited, his faith still remains. And indeed, that is the thing, the gift of God given through faith, through Jesus Christ, who himself went before us, suffered, died, and indeed rose again because death could not keep him in. And in the same way, we are the children of God, and death will not keep us down either. This life has so many shadows and it has so many ways of misdirecting us and confusing us. Even the gospel reading today, when you look at it, looks like a formula for success, but it is a warning that what we do, not, what we, do we do out of faith and not to be seen or not to practice something so that we will receive credit for what we do. Indeed, you look at 
the very last section, 20 and 21 of Matthew 6, where it says, Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And indeed, this is a matter of the heart. Deep in our inner beings, our hearts call out to God. Call out to God for forgiveness, for all of these things that we need assistance. And here, when we talk about Lent again, when we bring up those things, we rightly celebrate every day, but seasonally as well, it's brought to our attention what Christ has done for us. And we owe him our eternal thanks for what he has done. And we pay that thanks by devotion to him. Once again, let's not be misled. Devotion is not something necessarily that you do. It is a being. It is whose you are, not who you are. There have been some people who are very learned. I, I, I re remember um, in New Mexico, I was called to a situation where a man uh, had gone up into the mountain and uh, he was suicidal. And um, this man was not, I wouldn't call him just any man. Uh, he was a lawyer. Uh, so he, was a, he had a doctor in doctorate in jurisprudence and he was also a psychiatrist. So he was a medical doctor. So this man clearly wasn't stupid. But as he was doing his practice and he was endeavoring to help someone, this person who was, um, who, who was, uh, what do they call that? Well, this person had a lot of mental problems, um, schizophrenic. Uh, this person attacked him with an ink pen. And so a struggle ensued in his office and then he, um, he, overpowered the man finally and as he took the pen from the man the door opened and it almost and it looked as if he was attacking the person he was actually helping and of course you know vision shows everything right you see what is true and and then you're convinced and not and not, not a whole lot can change that. But this man who had two doctorates, who was very well versed in many avenues of life, suffered the indignity of being cast in that, long, that wrong light. And um, then he went to some lawyer friends for help and they took $40,000 of his money and didn't help him. And then he decided to defend himself and it wasn't going well. And so he reached his deep, depressed state of mind. Now, oddly enough, the thing that served him the most in life deserted him at death because what if you are negotiating with a psychiatrist somebody who has a doctorate in mental disorders what do you tell him that he doesn't already know so the long and the short of the story the man is no longer alive no one could talk to him and he did what he did and made his choice in death The warning for someone like that is you cannot rely on your own abilities. Even when you don't do anything wrong, this world can beckon after you and attack you. In the end, there's ashes, there's death, but there's something far better. There's faith. And so you can't fake faith. You can't go to school and learn it 
You can't build up enough money to buy it. Faith is a free gift from God given to each and every one of us. And as Paul says, that he says, always rejoicing poor, yet making many rich, having nothing, and yet possessing everything. This is the gift that God gives us. Indeed, it is everything. And in the end, it proves to be true. Even though we are still here and we don't see into heaven above, St. Paul did, and some people actually have come back from death's door and have reported, oh yes, I saw family members, I saw these people. Of course, an unbelieving world will not, uh, will not take that as credible. But, nonetheless, you and I live knowing that God can accomplish all things. God brought us into his family through baptism. He continues to strengthen us through the Lord's Supper. And he guides us along our way in faith, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, each playing their part for us. And so, once again, faith is not showing up as a Christian. It's not doing stuff that gains you merit. Faith is living the person that you are, the being before God, who is, by the way, Yahweh, I am. That is God's name. I am is God's name. And we are his children, the children of the great I am. Continue to live in that faith as we enter this season, once again, giving God the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We continue with the hymn of response, hymn 418. We rise for prayer. O oh God of forgiveness, you know the transgressions of our hearts, bodies, minds. Break our hearts over our sin and cleanse and renew them by your holy word and sacrament. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. 
Blessed Lord, you have called your people to be reconciled to you in Christ. Grant steadfast, pure, and courageous hearts to your pastors that through all things they would remain ministers of your grace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, you instruct your people in the ways of righteous, righteousness. Grant us faithful hearts that in this Lenten days to come we would serve you and our fellow man in selfless love and find our reward only in you. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Holy Lord, you blot out transgressions and wash away iniquity. Sustain the families of your church and that husbands, wives, ch and children would be cleansed from their sins and live together in peace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our Almighty God, look graciously on our nations and its leaders, all civil servants and those who protect us and work for the common good. Drive away all disease and fear from us. Grant peace, we pray. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. O Lord, behold in mercy all who are sick, who suffer, and who rejoice. Be with all expectant mothers, all whose work is dangerous, the unemployed, those near death, and those who mourn. Comfort us who are dust and must return to dust with the promise that a broken and contrite heart you will not despise. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you have sent your son, only begotten Son into our flesh to offer himself as the atoning sacrifice for the sins of the world. Trusting in his mercy, bring us in repentance and faith to your altar to eat his body and drink his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. For you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, and we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. You, O Lord, our God, King of all creation, for you have had mercy on us, and have given your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. We give thanks you have prepared for us through Jesus Christ. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we may faithfully eat and drink of the fruits of this cross and receive the blessings of forgiveness, life, and salvation that come to us in his body and blood. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the same night he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take the eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do as often as you eat it in remembrance of me. In the same manner also, after supper, he took the cup when he had blessed it, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. We sing hymn 550.
instead of 915, just skip that and go to six, five, six, and three. may remain seated. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his favor upon you and give you his peace. Amen. We close with hymn 610.
I don't have really any announcements except uh, our next uh, midweek, sir. I don't even know. So it's going to be Good Friday, right? Yeah. So, okay. Well, go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thank you.